Worship is encouraged, and the preaching and teaching of God's Word is anointed and fulfilling. No matter where you are on your journey in life or your journey with the Lord, you'll find what you're looking for at Cornerstone Apostolic Church. On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services. Welcome to a little bit of church every day. Home Bible study, 21st century style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps High. Our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic. And Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast. The Phelps campus at CAC Phelps. The Pikeville campus at Pike UPC. And you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606-282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Praise the Lord, everybody. Welcome to another CAC Daily iCast. Just a little bit of church every day. Home Bible study, 21st century style, as we bring you a little bit of all of this on a Monday through Friday basis. We're having a little problem connecting to Facebook this morning. So uh, if uh, there's no way really to tell our Facebook uh, audience, that they need to come over to the um, live feed on our website. But uh, I guess I could go on and actually uh, do a little something here that might help them get that. Um, So uh, let's see. Uh, 
I can do that, and hopefully I'll be able to. And uh, everybody will know where to go to uh, get the uh, latest video. Uh, I always tell people, you know, Facebook is where a lot of people like to do all of their shopping <laughs> for videos. But uh, I always tell people, uh, you can't always rely on Facebook. You can't always rely on YouTube. But you can rely on our website uh, going through our uh, broadcast panel there, our live webcast. So uh, you can always go through there. And if we're on the air, it will be on there. If we can't get on there, we're not on the air. So with that said, uh, we appreciate all of you who have joined us this morning. And we got some things that we're going to try our best to do. And, of course, we want to get our announcements in. And uh, I want to uh, kind of maybe post and just tell the people just for a moment, if you can hold on, I will just go ahead and uh, we'll just go ahead and read uh, read uh, the um, Bible and uh, try to get that up and running. It seems like everything just... You know, I've I've had everything ready and going since eight o'clock this morning, and now it just seems like when you need it, uh, it just seems like that everything's gone wacky. So uh, let's see if I can't get this, and we'll go ahead and uh, open up with prayer and uh, ask the Lord to move in a mighty way here in the broadcast, and then we'll start our Bible reading while I try to get to Facebook up and running. Dear Lord, we come before your presence and we thank you for this opportunity that you have blessed us to be gathered here together in your precious name. Lord, I pray that you would move in a mighty way for each and every one that has a need, spiritually, physically, or mentally. And I pray, Lord, that you would just bless the broadcast, that it will be a blessing to all. And Lord, we love you, we praise you, and we give you honor in Jesus' mighty name. Amen, amen. Well, looking at our uh, upcoming events, we got uh, coming up this Friday. That's right. This Friday, we're going to be having our uh, Section 3 rally. So keep that in mind. And uh, that will be uh, at 730. And that's going to be at Grayson United Pentecostal Church in Grayson, Kentucky. So keep that in mind. And that will be this Friday February the 2nd at 7.30 p.m. Also, Hot Chocolate Sunday coming up on Sunday, February the 4th after church. Sugar-free choices will be available and a hot chocolate bomb for everyone to take home. And then the men's meeting is the first Monday of the month, going to be February the 5th, 6 p.m. KYC 2024, Friday through Saturday, February 16th and 17th. Northeast Christian Church, Lexington, Kentucky. Speaker will be Brother Josh Carson. Section 3 Conference, February the 22nd and 23rd. And then, of course, we have all of our prayer requests that are scrolling the screen. And uh, we want to mention just the last few of these. Uh, we want to remember uh, Mark Smith, Betty McClanahan, Selena Bryant, Kenyu Bright and Craig Griffith. Let's remember those and all of those on the screen scrolling. And if you have a prayer request or 
testimony. You can put those in the chat room, the comment section, or you can uh, call in and leave those at 606-282-4108 or just simply email those to prayer at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's go to the Lord in prayer as we pray for the uh, each and every uh, person on the on the uh, prayer list, each and every person that needs a touch, and all of those of you who may need healing today. Once again, Lord, we come before your presence and thank you for this opportunity to bring all of these uh, prayer requests before you. We cast them before you because we know that you're the only one that can touch them and heal them. Thank you, Lord, for the faith of those that have put their name on the list so that they can be healed And, Lord, we're going to submit ourselves to you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen, amen. Well, let's just jump right into our Bible reading, and I'm going to try to get our Facebook audience back into the mix here. 1 Chronicles chapter 20. And it came to pass that after the year was expired at the time that kings go out to battle, Joab led forth the power of the army and wasted the country of the children of Ammon and came and besieged Rabbah. But David tarried at Jerusalem, and Joab smote Rabbah and destroyed it. And David took the crown of their king from off his head and found it to weigh a talent of gold. And there were precious stones in it, and it was set upon David's head. And he brought also exceeding much spoil out of the city. And he brought out the people that were in it, and cut them with saws, and with harrows of iron, and with axes. Even so dealt David with all the cities of the children of Ammon. And David and all the people returned to Jerusalem. And it came to pass after this, that there arose war at Gezer with the Philistines, at which time Sibachai the Hushethite slew Sipei that was of the children of the giant and they were subdued. And there was war again with the Philistines, and Elhanan the son of Jair slew Lamai the brother of Goliath the Gittite, whose spear staff was like a weaver's beam. And yet again there was war at Gath, where was a man of great stature, whose fingers and toes were four and twenty, six on each hand and six on each foot. And he also was the son of the giant. But when he defied Israel, Jonathan, the son of Shimea, David's brother, slew him. These were born unto the giant in Gath, and they fell by the hand of David and by the hand of his servants. First Chronicles chapter 21 And Satan stood up against Israel and provoked David to number Israel. And David said to Joab and to the rulers of the people, Go, number Israel from Beersheba, even to Dan, and bring the number of them to me, that I may know it. And Joab answered, The Lord make his people an hundred times so many more as they be. But my lord the king, are they not all my lord's servants? Why then doth my lord require this thing? Why will he be a cause of trespass to Israel? Nevertheless, the king's word prevailed against Joab. Wherefore Joab departed, and went throughout all Israel, and came to Jerusalem. And Joab gave the sum of the number of the people unto David. And all they of Israel were a thousand thousand, and an hundred thousand men that drew sword. And Judah was four hundred threescore and ten thousand men that drew sword. But Levi and Benjamin counted he not among them, for the king's word was abominable to Joab, 
and God was displeased with this thing. Therefore he smote Israel. And David said unto God, I have sinned greatly because I have done this thing. But now I beseech thee, do away the iniquity of thy servant, for I have done very foolishly. And the Lord spake unto Gad, David's seer, saying, Go and tell David, saying, Thus saith the Lord, I offer thee three things. Choose thee one of them, that I may do it unto thee. So Gad came to David, and said unto him, Thus saith the Lord, Choose thee either three years' famine, or three months to be destroyed before thy foes, while that the sword of thine enemies overtake thee. Or else three days the sword of the Lord, even the pestilence in the land, and the angel of the Lord destroying throughout all the coasts of Israel. Now therefore advise thyself what word I shall bring again to him that sent me. And David said unto Gad, I am in a great strait. Let me fall now into the hand of the Lord, for very great are his mercies, but let me not fall into the hand of man. So the Lord sent pestilence upon Israel, and there fell of Israel seventy thousand men. And God sent an angel unto Jerusalem to destroy it. And as he was destroying, the Lord beheld, and he repented him of the evil, and said to the angel that destroyed, It is enough. Stay now thine hand. And the angel of the Lord stood by the threshing floor of Ornan, the Jebusite. And David lifted up his eyes, and saw the angel of the Lord stand between the earth and the heaven, having a drawn sword in his hands stretched out over Jerusalem. Then David and the elders of Israel, who were clothed in sackcloth, fell upon their faces. And David said unto God, Is it not I that commanded the people to be numbered? Even I it is that have sinned and done evil indeed. But as for these sheep, what have they done? Let thine hand, I pray thee, O Lord my God, be on me and on my father's house, but not on thy people, that they should be plagued. Then the angel of the Lord commanded Gad to say to David that David should go up and set up an altar unto the Lord in the threshing floor of Ornan the Jebusite. And David went up at the saying of Gad, which he spake in the name of the Lord. And Ornan turned back, and saw the angel, and his four sons with him hid themselves. Now Ornan was threshing wheat, and as David came to Ornan, Ornan looked and saw David, and went out of the threshing floor, and bowed himself to David with his face to the ground. Then David said to Ornan, Grant me the place of this threshing floor, that I may build an altar there and unto the Lord. Thou shalt grant it me for the full price, that the plague may be stayed from the people. And Ornan said unto David, Take it to thee, and let my lord the king do that which is good in his eyes. Lo, I give thee the oxen also for burnt offerings, and the threshing instruments for wood, and the wheat for the meat offering. I give it all. And King David said to Ornan, Nay, but I will verily buy it for the full price, for I will not take that which is thine for the lord, nor offer burnt offerings without cost. So David gave to Ornan for the place six hundred shekels of gold by weight. And David built there an altar unto the Lord, and offered burnt offerings and peace offerings, and called upon the Lord. And he answered him from heaven by fire upon the altar of burnt offering. 
And the Lord commanded the angel, and he put up his sword again into the sheath thereof. At that time, when David saw that the Lord had answered him in the threshing floor of Ornan the Jebusite, then he sacrificed there. For the tabernacle of the Lord, which Moses made in the wilderness, and the altar of the burnt offering, were at that season in the high place at Gibeon. But David could not go before it to inquire of God, for he was afraid because of the sword of the angel of the Lord. First Chronicles chapter 22 35 degrees outside on a sunny day here in East Kentucky. Looks like that today. The high is going to be somewhere around 53 degrees. And uh, looks like that um, that's going to be about as high as it gets next few days. Supposed to be in around 61 Saturday and Sunday, but you see how that's working out. Weather changes quite often, doesn't it? 53 for the high today, 46 tomorrow, and 51 on Saturday. But plenty of sunshine to uh, have afternoon activities. And uh, looking at our current radar condition, you can see that there is nothing going on right here in our little portion of East Kentucky. And uh, so, yeah, nothing going on and sunshine everywhere. Let's see, uh, I was trying to get the um, Facebook uh, broadcast up and running. We, we broadcast on uh, several Facebook pages, and um, for some reason, uh, the uh, Facebook uh, broadcast is not uh, coming up, and I don't know, it's, it, or at least it's, it's saying it's not connected. Uh, I was looking at the restream. Oh, it's connected now. It's connected now. Let's see. Uh, maybe some of our Facebook friends will be able to get that going because it says it's connected right now. But uh, we'll see how it works out. But uh, we was having a problem with that this morning. And, you know, Facebook sometimes a little finicky. You have to sometimes... Uh, Keep trying and trying to get connected, uh, but we're just thankful that we can broadcast on the platform of Facebook Live and also YouTube, and we're on fair, several Facebook pages. Well, it's time for us. If you got a minute, then yeah, you got time for sixty seconds with the pastor. Here we go. Praise the Lord, everybody. I'm Pastor Richard D. McKinney, and welcome to 60 Seconds with the Pastor. Job 38 and 1 says, Then the Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind and said, Well, you know, Job was going through his own whirlwind, a time like he had never seen before. He was faced with loss, disease, and bad advice. But because he retained his integrity, the Lord answered Job, out of the whirlwind. The Lord gave the answer that Job needed to hear. When you find yourself in a whirlwind of trouble, loss, heartache, and bad advice, listen for the Lord to give you the answer 
you need to hear. And that was the uh, 60 seconds with the pastor. And I was looking, and I don't think that uh, we're connected uh, right now uh, because uh, it says we're connected, but I don't believe we're connected. It's not showing up anyway on the uh, Facebook page that it's supposed to be connecting. Now I'm seeing it says stream refused by platform recently. Please reset up URL and stream key and try to connect again. So let's see if I can't do this and get this going right here right quick. And uh, we'll just see what happens. And hopefully we can get it going. Maybe the stream key has changed since our last time of connecting but we'll see how it works and uh go from there and let's see if we can start sharing and maybe connect but uh we'll see and if that's not it nope stream keys drop so facebook's having a little problem this morning and it's out of my control so uh, I will not waste any more time trying to connect. That's why I tell all people all the time, if you are uh, trying to connect to Facebook or YouTube or any other Twitter or anything like that, uh, and you're not seeing the broadcast, make sure you go to our website and click on the live webcast, and you will always find us there if we are on the air. So uh, keep that in mind. And maybe you can tell your friends. Maybe you know some people that usually are watching and uh, they're watching on Facebook and maybe telling you they're doing that. Well, just tell them to go to the website this morning. Well, coming up in just about seven minutes, we're going to be taking our little break and we will be um, uh, having a, a teaching session. We're in Revelation. Always good to study in the book of Revelation. And we do have uh, our trivia question that we need to squeeze in here right now. I like to always get our trivia question in. So here we go. Join us Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 12 noon. That's some money fine internet radio. What time is it? I'll tell you what time it is. It's time for another CAC Trivia Question of the Day. CAC Trivia Question of the Day is brought to you by Cornerstone Apostolic Church and the Apostolic Voice of Phelps Radio and Television Broadcast. The radio broadcast is heard every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. on WQHYFM 95.5 out of Prestonsburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net and click on the Listen Live links Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. Whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world, that's Q95FM.net. You can also watch the Apostolic Voice of Phelps television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can also watch us Sundays at 2 o'clock on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2, 
simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. Well, today's trivia question. Name the sons of Zebedee. Name the sons of Zebedee. All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily. Click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. And we'll have the results on tomorrow's broadcast. And speaking of results, we do have the results of yesterday's trivia question, which was this. Well, yesterday's trivia question was simply this. Which prophetical book's final verse begins, but go thou thy way till the end be? And out of those that participated, it looks like 100% of you got it correct with the correct answer. Daniel, that is Daniel chapter 12, verse number 13. So 100% of you got it correct. And we give you a great hand, and you can get today's correct simply by going to the Facebook page of CAC Daily. Click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go, and we'll have the results of that on uh, tomorrow's broadcast. Uh, Name the Sons of Zebedee. Well, we do have some birthdays. I don't think we got our birthdays in today, and we would like to uh, take this time to wish all of our folks who has a birthday, who is my friend on Facebook. That's the only way I got to get these birthdays unless you send them in. And uh, if you'd like to send them in, you can do so. But the best way is just become my friend on Facebook. So here is January. Um, this is should be February's birthdays, I should say. February the 1st. By the way, it is February the 1st. Yeah. Carolee Spencer, 46 years old, happy birthday. Melissa Downey, 57 years old, happy birthday from all of us at CAC Daily ICAST. Vicki McCracken, 58 years old. Jacoby Bentley, 34 years old. James and Carolee Spencer. Shannon Cheshire, Cheshire is uh, 51 years old today. Anita Estep, 70 years old. Gina Bledsoe, 52 years old. Jeremy Moore, Melody Sincel, Laura Charles, 52 years old. Happy birthday from all of us right here at CAC Daily ICAST. Well, you know, sometimes you just got to wish everybody a good happy birthday. Commonwealth Minute going here, and uh, here we go with the Commonwealth Minute. Welcome to the Commonwealth Minute. Here's your host, Richard Nelson. A new study from Pew Research found that the nuns, spelled N-O-N-E-S, are now the largest religious affiliation group in the country. These are people who identify as atheist, agnostic, or say their religion is nothing in particular, and they make up 28% of the U.S. population. The study also found that these people are the strongest and most consistent liberal Democrats in the country, which tells us something important. 
Our religion and beliefs shape our politics. Now, while politics is important, the battle over how we govern ourselves is essentially spiritual in nature. This means that the church has a real opportunity, in fact, a crucial role in shaping the politics of our society. If we want our culture to embrace ideals of truth, goodness, and beauty, then it must exalt Christ as Lord and the source of this reality. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at CPC for Kentucky and on the web at CommonwealthPolicyCenter.org. And that was the Commonwealth Minute. And it is time for us to take our little break. And uh, we will be right back because we're going to have our teaching session. And we always like to uh, clear up the lags so that we can record our teaching sessions, put them on the archives. People can watch them on their own time frame. Don't go anywhere. Don't touch at any key. We'll be right back. Welcome to a little bit of church every day. Home Bible study, 21st century style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I, our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic, and Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast, the Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606-282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to another CAC Daily iCast. Just a little bit of church every day, home Bible study, 21st century style, as we bring you a little bit of um, opportunity to start your day with some teaching and hopefully uh, inspire you to study the Word of the Lord. Uh, you know, it, it's good to read the Word, and some people say, well, I read my Bible through last year, and that's great, and I encourage you to keep doing that, but it's more, um, I guess, uh, uh, impactful if you study the Bible. 
and you just take a subject. Some people say, well, I don't know how to study the Bible. Well, you just take a subject, just like we're taking Revelation. You could take a book. You could take a subject. You could take a chapter. You could take a verse, and you could just study that particular uh, verse, that particular chapter, that particular book. And um, it's it's something that once you start, uh, you will find that, that Scripture connects to Scripture and you see why everything is like it is. So uh, with that uh, said, we want to jump right into uh, our, uh, our um, um, study today. I was having just a little bit difficulty of getting our Facebook uh, page connected. And uh, so we're hoping that we now have figured it out and uh, we are going to be able to have our Facebook live folks brought in on this study. I think I fixed it. Anyway, uh, let's uh, take where we left off, and this was where we left off uh, yesterday. And so we want to uh, pick up and start reading again. And we're talking about the marriage supper of the Lamb. So we're going to pick up in verse number seven once again. And you might say, well, this is what we studied yesterday, and it is to a certain point, but we just have some more stuff that we need to uh, look at. Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him, for the marriage of the Lamb is come, and his wife hath made herself ready. And to to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white, for the fine linen is the righteousness of the saints." Uh, Aren't you glad when the word uh, defines what you just read? And so we see that the fine linen is the righteousness of the saints. And he saith unto me, Right blessed are they which are called into the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he saith unto me, These are the true sayings of God. And I fell at his feet to worship him. And he said unto me, See thou do it not. I am thy fellow servant and of thy brethren that have the testimony of Jesus, worship God. For the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. And I want to uh, stop right there as we did yesterday. We'll kind of kind of uh, reiterate some things, uh, review some things so that we can clarify some things. And uh, we want to uh, go to the Lord in prayer as we study today. This is going to be Lesson number 1,151 of our study through the Word. So let's go to the Lord in prayer. Lord, we come before your presence and thank you for this opportunity to utilize this platform to teach your Word. I pray, Lord, that you would bless us as we teach your Word, that we will be able to expound it fully, rightly dividing the word of truth. And Lord, if we misrepresent or misquote your word in any way, forgive us and help us to correct it because we want to always speak truth. And we give you the praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Well, looking at this particular uh, set of scriptures, we begin to see something that I think is important to point out. Um, After the church is raptured, uh, we find that this event uh, is getting ready to take place. Um, it is a uh, time that the bride had made herself ready. And how did she make herself ready? Well, she made herself ready by the preparatory work 
of getting ready for the wedding that, uh, that, uh, you know, we, we can look at it in the natural, uh, you know, uh, and then we look at it in the spiritual of, of preparing ourselves, Bible study, a life of prayer, worship, church attendance, uh, dedication, all has a part in us getting ready for the marriage supper. Uh, when you think of a wedding, and I think this is why the Lord uses types and shadows and symbolism, is because when you think of uh, marriage, uh, think of how much planning goes into a marriage, how much preparation goes into a marriage. Uh, you you start with invitations, you start with uh, cake, you start with decorations, you have to find a place you want to have your wedding, uh, then you uh, buy a dress if if. Uh, you know, you're uh, going to get married, um, uh, you want a wedding dress. Um, and, and I still think it's important that we understand uh, the Word of God has always had a difference between men and women. And if you notice, the bride symbolizing the church uh, is, is a bride in a wedding dress. Not just a wedding outfit, but a wedding dress. Now, um, look at how the the bride in the natural gets herself ready. She does all that preparation. Sometimes it is years. Sometimes it is months. Sometimes it is weeks. But there's always that preparation going on to enter into that day with everything ready. That's the way we got to be as the people of God. The marriage supper of the Lamb is uh, not going to be an opportunity for those who have not made themselves ready. It's going to be an opportunity for those who have made themselves ready. And again, we make ourselves ready by being faithful. We are, we have a prayer life. We worship. We go to church. That's how we become faithful, and we. Uh, cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit. Notice what 2 Corinthians 7 and 1 says. Paul stated, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. The bride, the church, is a holy church. The bride, the church, is a clean church. The bride, the church, is without spot, without blemish, or any such thing. We must be prepared. It's a it's a process. I'm not going to tell you that that you're going to wake up today and and you're going to get everything in line today. Remember, a wedding doesn't happen in a day. It's a process of getting ready. So we have to learn how to be faithful, right? We have to learn how to be faithful in prayer. We have to learn how to be faithful in church attendance. Sometimes people give their life to the Lord and they never go back to church. Sometimes people give their life to the Lord and they're sporadic in their attendance. We have to learn how to be faithful because if we can be faithful, that's when we will become um, ready. That's right we got to get ready for the marriage supper. 
So looking at that, Paul stated, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of flesh, the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. So what is this wedding dress that this bride, the church, is now wearing? Well, her wedding dress is described as fine linen, clean and white. That means it's unspotted. It's not dirty. Nobody, uh, you know, gets married in a dress that's uh, all spotted with chili stains and, uh, you know, uh, uh, you spilled coffee on yourself and all that. Nobody gets married. You you want your uh, dress, ladies, to be perfect. And um, so this uh, symbolism of this wedding dress is fine linen, clean and white. It is actually described and answered, and I like what it is because it is answered, uh, because it talked about being arrayed in fine linen, and I'll bring this up, uh, that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white. Everybody say clean and white. I want to be clean in my spirit. I want to be clean in my flesh. I want to be clean and white. That's how you get ready. And then it says and defines this, for the fine linen is the righteousness of saints. That's that's very easy to understand. When we are saved, the righteousness of God is imputed and imparted to us. And here, while upon earth, we are clothed with his righteousness. However, at the marriage of the Lamb, she will be clothed, talking about the, the uh, bride, the church, in the righteous acts and deeds of saints. We have to live righteous. We have to do right things. What is righteousness? Righteousness actually is just in a simplistic East Kentucky definition is just live right. Live right. How do we live right? According to our own mind? No, every man's ways right in his own eyes. We have to live right according to the word of God. We have to learn how to study the Word of God, how to live according to the Word of God, how to submit to the teaching of the Word of God, and that begins the cleansing process. In one scripture, it talks about being washed with the Word. We're washed with the Word. We're cleansed with the Word. So when you hear the Word preaching, it's you're taking a, if I could take it in a, in a, uh, in a, kind of uh, type and shadow or or uh, kind of a, a little understanding that we can all understand. When the preaching of the Word's going on, it's like taking a bath. You're getting all the dirt off of the day. You're getting all the filth off of your workplace, your uh, community, uh, whatever you've been exposed to that day. When you hear the preaching of the Word, it's, it's washing you making you clean. So this bride, the church, shows up in a wedding dress, which is the righteousness of the saints, clean and white. They they show up clean. I, I like that. In fact, there was a testimony given. I was, I was traveling with a preacher, and we was evangelizing back in the 80s, and um, 
there was a person got up and testified and said, I'm so glad I gave my life to the Lord, and I'm so glad that I'm serving him. I now feel clean. That was an awesome testimony. We should feel clean. We shouldn't feel dirty. We shouldn't feel uh, like we are still stained with sin or stained with uh, the things of the world. We should feel clean from that. You know how it is when you've been working and uh, maybe you're dirty. Maybe you've been outside mowing grass or you've been doing gardening work and, and uh, you get maybe hot and sweaty and, and uh, smell a little less favorable. I guess that's a good way of saying it. And uh, so you want to go in, take a shower or, or take a bath, and you want to be clean because you, you don't like the, the dirt or the smell or the, or the way that uh, the, the filth makes you feel. So you want to be cleaned. I think it's interesting, too, that a lot of uh, people who have been described as being uh, raped and uh, violated in that way, the first thing they want to do is, is try to get clean. And sometimes it's a psychological thing that, that it just seems like they can't uh, scrub themselves enough. They just feel unclean. And uh, there's many things that can make you feel unclean. Thoughts can be unclean. Actions can be unclean. Um, the way we uh, sometimes find ourselves uh, maybe indulging in things, that bring on some uncleanness. We need to be clean because we got to be ready. Remember the Lord said, he's coming back. Be ye ready for in such an hour as you think not, the son of man cometh. We have to be ready. Look at somebody and say ready. Raise your right hand and say ready because we have to be ready. Being ready is not a hard thing. Living for the Lord's not a hard thing. I know I mentioned a lot of times I will mention things such as uh, those things that maybe uh, we look at and we say, uh, you know, there's, um, there's, um, uh, I guess, um, standards, uh, separation things that I talk about. And, and, and last night in Bible study, I guess I should have prefaced, and maybe I did, but I'm not sure, but I, it just kept coming back to mind this morning. Some of the things being taught on Wednesday night and being taught right here in this broadcast, we have to preface it by saying, your past is your past. Don't, don't let your past rule your present or your future. And sometimes when you talk about issues, maybe it's divorce or maybe it's uh, you know, talking about tattoos, maybe it's talking about piercings, maybe it's talking about other things, and uh, and people start saying, well, you don't want me to come to your church. No, we want you to come to church. We want all people to come to church. We're just saying that, you know, the Bible teaches us that we shouldn't treat our bodies like that because our bodies is what? The temple so uh, of the Holy Ghost. So, your past is your past. Just just look at that point of your past. The moment you repented of your sins, everything in your past now is past. It doesn't count. It doesn't matter. It's erased. It's forgotten. So if you did those things in your past, it's forgotten. If, you, if you've sinned, it's forgotten. 
now it's from this point forward. So I want to kind of clarify that because uh, last night I, I, I was teaching some pretty uh, meaty things. And I just want people to know that um, if, if you had these things happen to you in your past, that's your past. We still want you to come to Cornerstone. So don't think, well, they don't want me there because I did this or I've done that and uh, I can't measure up to their way of living. No, come on. Come on and study and and worship the Lord with us. We're all sinners saved by grace. So our past is our past, our present is our present, and we're trying to get to our future to be ready. That's what this is about. So looking at this, we see that this is a um, time when uh, the Greek text shows that the fine linen is her righteous acts performed by living a holy life. That's what we got to do, live holy. Then it talks about this marriage supper of the Lamb. Blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he saith unto me, these are the true sayings of God. The marriage supper takes place after the wedding, the coming together of the church and Jesus Christ. This will be such a joyful occasion that people will be so excited. Heaven is not going to ever have a sad moment. That ought to make us want to go. Heaven will never have a disappointing moment. That ought to make us go, want to go. Uh, Heaven will never have a tear. Uh, Heaven will never have uh, you walking around uh, depressed, oppressed, feeling gloom and doom. Heaven's going to be a joyful place. Heaven is going to be a time of spiritual uh, and eternal food, if you will, that heavenly manna will we'll walk and talk and, and have uh, our being uh, in such a way that uh, the Lord is going to be the center of everything, and we're just going to have one. There's a song that said, One Long Day of Rejoicing, and that's what I feel heaven's going to be. It's going to be rejoicing throughout eternity, happiness throughout eternity. Now, we have sadness down here in this earth. We have setbacks, disappointments, and all these things. All of us understand that, right? We have all of that happen. But you know what? When we all get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing that will be. When we all see Jesus, we will sing and shout the victory. Oh, when we all get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing that will be. When we all see Jesus, we will sing and shout the victory. Oh, it's going to be a great day, isn't it? So it's going to be a joyful occasion. It's going to be a time when it says, Blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. All the guests are invited guests. They are blessed to be invited to such a happy and wonderful event. Don't you feel privileged when people invite you personally to their wedding? Oh, there's a greater invitation 
to a heavenly wedding. The Lord has given you an invitation. Do you want to go to that wedding? If you do, you got to get ready. And if you're not ready, today's a good day to start. You start by repentance. That's asking the Lord to forgive you of everything you've done wrong and how you broke his commandments and his word and and did things that was not pleasing unto him. And once you repent of your sins, then you're to be baptized. And Peter said to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. So with that, we see that we need to get ready. And that's the theme of the marriage supper. They made themselves ready. So all the guests are blessed to be invited to such a happy occasion and event. It will be a great privilege to be present and to rejoice with the bridegroom, Jesus, in heaven. There's another supper described in this chapter and what it uh, contrasted is. This is a supper of fearful judgment, if you will, when the flesh of the enemies of God are devoured by vultures. We'll talk a little bit about that as uh, as we get to it. The fact that it, that it is mentioned here only emphasizes the great joy and blessing of the marriage supper of the Lamb. What I'd like to say is nothing is going to compare to the glory that we shall experience when we get to heaven. That's why There should be nothing down here that entices you to walk away from Jesus. There should be nothing that causes you to stumble, fall, or be hindered. Uh, There should be nothing separate you from the love of Christ. You can look at it and find it in, in Romans, and you can find that nothing should separate us from the love of Christ. So with that, make yourself ready. Get ready. Stay ready. Be ready. Are we going to make mistakes? Yes. Are we going to fall short? Many times. But we still got to keep coming to church, listening to the preaching of the word. It's washing us, getting us ready for that marriage supper. Oh, what a day that will be once we make it to heaven and we are forever with Jesus Christ. No more pain, no more disease, no more cancers, no more, uh, you know, COVID, no more flus, no more, uh, you know, wars, no no more wars. Oh, it's going to be a great, great time. I want to go, don't you? Well, with that, I want to come to a close today, and uh, I want us to uh, ask the Lord to help us to get ready to stay ready, not to give up because, uh, you know, sometimes when you, when you give up, uh, if you're not careful, we will find ourselves uh, starting to uh, say, well, you know what? I, 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 I want to, uh, I want to do right. I want to be ready. But, Pastor, it seems like that I just make so many mistakes and fall short. That's why we can't give up. That's why we got to learn how to get ready. You learn how to get ready by being faithful, faithful in prayer, 
faithful in church attendance, faithful in Bible reading. And once you are faithful and submitted, the process continues on. I gave my life to the Lord in 1981, but I'm still being washed by the Word today. Aren't you glad for that? Let's pray. Lord, we come before your presence and we thank you for this opportunity that you have blessed us to utilize this platform to teach your word. I pray, Lord, that you would bless us today, that we will take what we have heard and we will desire to be ready. What a day that's going to be when the church and you are united. Lord, I pray that you would help us, that we would always learn how to be faithful and we would be washed with your word. And we would be clean and white and ready. For it's all in the mighty name of Jesus we ask and pray. Amen. I hope you've enjoyed the uh, teaching session. I've certainly enjoyed uh, bringing it to you. And, um, of course, um, we have had um, uh, so many things that we are studying in Revelation. I hope that you're taking uh, what we're studying and even studying it more and digging deeper. I guarantee you'll find another nugget somewhere along the way. Well, we do have our trivia question up and running. Name the sons of Zebedee. All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily. Click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. And we'll have the results of that on tomorrow's broadcast. So everybody have a great day. Enjoy the rest of your day because we are out of here. On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services.